Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. Thanks for joining us this week. We have an amazing guest, Chris Moses. Um, he is the founder and uh, creator of Red Sea Comics, and he is the creator writer of several different comics under that label, uh, the Saturn Effect Ajax, the Saturn Effect Helena, and the Saturn Effect Alpha. In fact, right now they have a Kickstarter. If you go to Kickstarter and you look up the Saturn Effect Alpha, you could find their Kickstarter. I would suggest you do it. Um, I have already purchased uh, the first four issues of the uh, Saturn Effect Alpha um, um, digitally and read through those. And it's amazing. This one is a Saturn effect, um, alpha five, check it out. They just had a Kickstarter that ended for another comic line called uh, control Z, which is amazing. You could also check them out, go to their website, red sea comics, and you can see all the different comics that they have coming out. And they have a bunch of stuff, um, about to come out over the next couple years. So without further ado, here is Mr. Chris Moses. Thanks everyone. Well, welcome to the show, Mr. Chris. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure having you. And I, I just, I, I dug uh, the Kickstarter. I saw the, I think I'm pronouncing it right, Control Z. Yes, Control yeah, Z. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And to be honest, the artwork, I was like, whoa, that is like next level. So uh, we went ahead and supported the Kickstarter. And uh, I just told you a second ago, man, I got him in the mail. Super excited. Uh I was pumping through them last night. I was like, dude, this is pretty dope, man. So congratulations on, on a successful Kickstarter. And I know you have uh, the Saturn effect that just started too, correct? Yeah, correct. So th thank you. I appreciate the support. Um, yeah. Ricardo Secchi and Marcos Martins uh, read on read Hinkley Barnes on the on the letters. And then all the people that did really awesome variants. Like you have the Andreas Scalmazzi variant. Um, that has uh, Ante uh, Antonio Ramos as uh, the colorist. And um, we have a had a bunch of other awesome variants as well. And I'm glad you like them. We had a lot of really great artists, as I said, that did a lot of awesome work. And, you know, they're all part of the team. And uh, we all Absolutely. appreciate all, all the support. And, yeah, we have the Siren Effect live. I don't have the Siren Effect 5 printed just yet, and I'll be here yeah. soon. But we do have uh, the uh, volume, nice. and the volume will be available uh, alongside uh, the new issue, which is the first issue of Volume 2. So okay. um, Alpha is heading, finally heading home for anyone <laughs> yeah. that's been following Alpha for a while. He, you know, he starts on the, on the, uh, the, the mega stations, but then eventually, you know, he has a, an Odysseus like a journey where he ventures off and yeah. um, he's now finally returning back. And uh, that's issue five. And it's also where uh, storylines finally collide. If anyone's ever read the uh the siren effect ajax which is our free web uh comic that's online or um our spinoff the mm -hmm. one shot the siren effect helena, helena all of yeah. these different uh storylines and all these characters finally collide in alpha five and we are heading towards the magnificent and explosive and gigantic conclusion <laughs> that is uh the finale of the saturn effect uh yeah. which will be uh, in the next three issues, so this nice. is this is the ramp up. This is the the build to to that big uh big conclusion, big climax. Well, that's pretty awesome, man. I'm fairly new to the Saturn effect, right? So I, I know the Alpha, but then I was like digging around. I'm like, I saw Ajax. I went to your website. I saw Helena. Um, I thought there was another one. I guess those are the three, right? Oh, and then I saw Soma City. Um, right. on your website, and then uh, the Bogart, which is, uh, I think, another new series that's about to come out too, right? 
Right. So the Soma City is a is a title that I made with um uh, my friend uh, Christian Wolf and colored okay. by Alaria Fella, and that's uh, a, another different title. So uh, if you know the sound effect is its own thing, Control Z is its own thing, um, yeah. Soma City is its own thing, and um the Bogart is its own thing as well. Uh, and Soma City is uh, set in a world where people are anthropomorphized microbes. So it's like <laughs> Osmosis Jones meets Black Sad. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like super mature and it's got it's 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 heavy hitting. And uh, it's it's actually we don't have it available on this current Kickstarter because uh, um, we we may be coming to Kickstarter with Soma, a Kickstarter oh. edition very, very soon. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah it's an, that's an awesome series. we got a bunch that we're doing. <laughs> and then the Bogart is something that. Uh, was supposed to come out a little while ago and hasn't ha- we haven't had a chance to find a find a spot to uh, slip it in but um yeah. ev- soon eventually there will be a moment to uh you know put that out there and um people will be able to get their hands on that and and yeah it's just we also have a new series <laughs> coming later this summer too that wow. not nece- not just yet ready to <laughs> announce because Gosh, it's going to yeah. be a big one but mm-hmm. uh it's it's fun it's yeah. it's funny it's action-packed and uh and it's and it's definitely kind of sexy too so we're we're grinding we're we're working over here at, uh, at red sea trying to put out all these books and trying to trying to make something happen you know yeah no that's awesome well let's kind of start from the beginning chris if that's okay i know we uh Sure. my fault we kind of jumped ahead and i'm throwing all these things at you so, man I'm like, I'm, I'm like finding red sea for the first time I'm like dude this is pretty dope so let, let's start like where did red sea start how did that come about so Red Sea, so the first comic I put out was the Siren Effect Ajax, as I told you, mm-hmm. uh, that we put it out online for free. I had never, uh, you know, I'd always read sort of manga really was my main yeah. focus and main um, sort of place where I consumed, you know, sequential storytelling. Uh, but I also read comics. I also enjoyed, obviously, all the comic media. I'm, yeah. I'm 27, so everything that like... I grew up when comic books was like everything, you know, every yeah, like yeah. there's a TV show, there's video yeah. games, like it was already pop culture. It, yeah. There was really never a moment where superheroes and all that stuff was nerdy or geeky or yeah. lame, really, for me, honestly. <laughs> like it's always it's always been like on the yeah. track to cool or popular. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've always been surrounded by it and like uh, entrenched in it. Right. And but I, I didn't have an audience. Obviously, I wanted to be a writer. I went to NYU for English and wanted to write stuff of, you know, write poetry, write short stories, et cetera, et cetera, write movies, write all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, there's nothing as uh, there's really no medium storytelling medium that gives you as much agency over your own career as comic books, honestly, because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. everything else you have to send out and you have to wait yeah. for an agent or you have to yeah, you, mm-hmm. you just have to hope and pray really for somebody to give you a shot. And you can be amazing and you really could yeah. like eventually. Yes, eventually somebody will find your work. But the, yeah. the key word is eventually. Right. Like yeah, yeah. it could t- you could be dead. You know, it could take a long time. <laughs> and that's the beauty of, of hopefully it's not how it works. Right. But you want yeah. like people. You, it wouldn't be the first time that happened that somebody's yeah. work has gotten way more famous and finally got the respect and sure. attention that deserved and you know way past its due right yeah, um, yeah and nothing like is like comics where you can just find a small team put together yeah. something really awesome like control z or the saturn effect yeah. right 
and just put it out there and get especially with kickstarter now right uh, yeah. and, and i always and i think about like the indie comics creators that came before right that like yeah. sort of not even paved the way for kickstarter but like paved the way for for like <laughs> the you know the 90s and the 2000s etc cetera, etc cetera. like yeah yeah the, imagine if the people that the guys that made tmnt had kickstarter like imagine yeah. Imagine where the world would be, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's it's such an ins insane thing. So it's there's really no place where you have the 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 agency to just take your career and actually try and make something and and get an audience and put stuff out and make cool work and make connections and and all that. Like, I really really love the that medium. So, but but I wasn't part of it when I first started writing. So I put out the sound effect, um, Ajax for free. Put out three issues. Um, and it was getting a little bit, it was getting some good feedback on Instagram, which was, was like my main platform for yeah. a while. And it, it, I was just seeing that I want to do a spinoff and uh -huh. the artist of that, uh, Jacopo Callisti, he recommended me, uh, Francesco Mazzoli and we started making alpha and, uh, I just started to see, we, we did the first alpha campaign on Kickstarter. I think this was the end of 2020. So mm -hmm. we were just starting, like, I'm starting to see like, okay, I'm seeing the path. And it's been a, a journey to figure out exactly how to do it, how to make everything, you know, work like a, a well-oiled machine and, mm -hmm. you know, how to get fulfillment down and, you know, do it quickly, right? This was the, the fastest fulfillment that we've had. There's always been a little bit of either printing issues or or shipping issues that we've had on these campaigns. So it's always been a learning process and, um, a, and, and things like that. But this one we were able to get out um, before really the, the estimated uh, delivery date for a lot of things too. So Yeah, I thought um, it was pretty quick. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I you it was got pretty here fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, we we had a good we had a quick turn turnaround time, and hopefully we can continue that. Um, and yeah, so it's it's been it's been a journey, and so it started with uh, Ajax, and uh, that's that's just what I did. I went to Kickstarter, and then started just making more books, and eventually I was like, I wanted to do something else, so I met Christian Wolf, and we made Soma, and then yeah, um, I wanted to make another. Well, for Control Z is actually interesting because he was uh, Ricardo Secchi was supposed to do a variant for i think it was maybe alpha two maybe it was alpha three uh -huh. and i saw his art and he was friends with francesco and oh. i was just like my my <laughs> mind exploded and i was like what is good like what the hell we have to make yeah. a book like we have to we have to do, <laughs> like get this out there and and so we made control z so that's like really a, a, another beautiful part about it like yeah uh, it's it sort of grown by me just making connections and becoming friends with you know all these people like sure. and a lot of people i've met like i'm haven't met any of these per people in person before yeah you know but we've all made awesome books together and uh, <laughs> talked uh, for for years now so yeah, uh, yeah that's that's where we started and and we're still we're still grinding and we're still growing yeah and, uh, but it's been a fun journey so far definitely especially looking back with a, with a couple years uh behind us now <laughs> where did the name red sea come from why red so sea? my last name is moses my, oh, my last name is moses sense. got so, it yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so i actually had a friend um who uh my friend lanier and he uh -huh. has this his own imprint called uh, From Scratch Comics, and he's mm. he's been doing the like going wide and doing as many titles even before before me. Yeah, and yeah. he was just like, I was doing more stuff, and he was like, Yo, you should just you should just make a an imprint, you know, like yeah. Red Sea, Red Sea Comics. Is like, yeah, no, that's that's it. <laughs> and so we made Red Sea, and that's there you go, <laughs> uh, there you go. That's that's and the rest is history on that one. So and For we've sure. just been been grinding and and making new stuff. And you know what? A lot of pe some people don't get the Red Sea. They're like, Why Red Sea? And I'm like, Yeah, my yeah. last name, and it's actually. <laughs> 
funny because my my sister, I when I first showed it to her, she was like, "Why is it called Red Sea Comics?" Like, are you sure you don't understand that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of us are a little bit slower, Chris. Right when you mentioned what my last name is, Moses, like, duh. No yeah, but see, but it, but if you didn't know that, it totally makes sense. Like, why would he even? It's like this guy super religious or something. Like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But no, you think my sister awesome. would have a better idea for sure? But yeah, yeah. It didn't work out that way. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I I really enjoyed it so far. So, um, you know, you you talk about that passion of writing. How young did that passion? You know, where did it start? I know you said you went to school for English and you had a passion for poetry and some other things, but, uh, it had to start before then. Um, so when I was younger, I was always like really into, you know, just like imagination games and shit like that, like playing sure, toys, sure. like making TV shows with my toys and stuff like action figures, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. Like that was always like, and that's honestly like at the foundation, at the core of it, when I'm making a new title, that's yeah. sort of what I'm doing. It's almost like I'm going to a toy store <laughs> and like picking out my favorite action figures and being like, oh, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. Sure. And then making it all the whole story and like making it happen. And like, it's really yeah. awesome to do that with with the, with comic books now. <laughs> and I, I think that's where it probably started. And, you know, in, um you know, in middle school, I used to do uh it's actually kind of embarrassing, but I used to do online RPing, like role playing on like manga forums, which is uh -huh. super nerdy and really lame. But we used, it was a lot of narrative. A lot of fun, and yeah. And a lot of it was, you know, it was a lot of writing. It was a lot of writing yeah. I was doing uh, relatively young and, you know, meeting people. And, you know, it was co it's collaborative, honestly, like in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and, and it's 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 it gets you really into characters and figuring sure. out characters and building out worlds and just being imaginative. It was it, that was probably where it was really starting to pick up. And then I was just writing on my own. I would write with friends. We tried to like write novels and stuff. But I was like, <laughs> I could never finish anything when I was younger. Like it was yeah. impossible. I always had really big ideas, but I didn't really understand how anything actually like the mechanics of it were how it worked, the structure. So I'd start things. Things would get pretty long. Like I have something from when I was like in maybe like 13 or something that's like yeah. relatively long but it's like bad but it's like <laughs> still nice to look at yeah um, yeah it's gotta start somewhere right yeah right and so i would write some like short stories for like english classes in high school and yeah um i didn't really know what i wanted to do in college when i first got there i mean i i at first i thought i was going to do like physics or something which was yeah. like insane now looking like looking back at it <laughs> um so i was like really like trying to find out what the like what it was that i was trying to do and i, I came back to writing and, and that's always what i really wanted to do but sort of didn't really know how to approach it especially through school and i was like all right i'm here uh i'm i'm at nyu i've you know I've, I've got this opportunity to to learn and um hopefully you know hone my skills and figure out what people think is good and trying to dissect why it's good and try and, and inject that into the stuff that i eventually make uh and so I, that's what i did and what i i got I, I you know graduated and then i wasn't necessarily sure what i was going to do i was sort of you know trying may was like all right well now i've, I've graduated i kind of want a job i kind of want to make money yeah. so it's like i guess i'm going to be a lawyer or something so you, <laughs> so you just sort of try yeah. a lot of different stuff i freelance sure. a bunch and um did a lot of different like tech startup stuff and stuff that you know it was other projects that that honestly helped really f help me decide that like okay there's a way for you to make your own path in life and mm -hmm. in business. And, uh, you know, if you do what you want to do, just find what that is and like yeah. figure it out and like really see if, and just try and make it work. 
And so that's what I, I did eventually and was like, all right, I'm just going to start writing comics. I'm just going to start yeah. writing. I'm just going to start putting them out because, um, you know, I, I've always loved manga. I've always loved comics. I wanted to and I've always wanted to be a writer and I wanted a fan base and I wanted people to read my stuff. Right. I've always yeah. sent people things like in college. I did a lot of workshopping classes and all that kind of stuff. So it was really like I, I was missing that after after school. Yeah. And and so I just started making it and then COVID hit. And once COVID hit, I was like, all right, I'm doubling, I'm doubling, I'm tripling down. And we haven't yeah. stopped. We haven't yeah, stopped. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a grow, it's been, you know, it's growing. It's been a growth, uh, like a growing timeline. And the whole yeah. thing has been a a whole story and a journey on its own. And I'm sure in like I mean, you know, hopefully 20 years, 30, 50 years, I'll look back and be like, wow, I was still just starting just then. And, you know, it's interesting to see what I thought about it and uh, yeah. how, how it's grown and evolved and will continue to do so. Yeah, yeah. And no, that's awesome. Now, um, when did you kind of figure out the layout of how to write a comic book? Right, because it's uh, a little bit different, right, than mm -hmm. just sitting down and writing a short story. I mean, there's similarities, right? But you got to break mm. it down by panel. Like, where did that all start for you? For, for sure. Obviously so I, Ajax, right? Right. Yeah. So I started writing uh, scripts as a, as you know, like movie scripts, because that was something yeah. that I had um, uh, experience with. And, you know, then I would break it down by panel for the, the artist. That was like how I'd start off doing it. And then with, it's actually really interesting because that's a similar, I still use that process specifically only for, for the Saturn effect because the Saturn effect alpha, these scripts allow for Mazzoli who Mazzoli's amazing at all, like everything. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. his art is amazing, but his biggest strength is like his compositions and how he's able to move your eye through a page and yeah. how he's able to just be super creative and put so much shit in a page. Like I could write something that's like maybe seven, eight panels, nine panels. And I give it to somebody and be like, Oh, I feel really bad for this. Yeah. Like if I was to give that to Mazzoli, <laughs> he could potentially take that and turn it into 15 panels and it would still look like yeah. perfect and draw your eye around. And you wouldn't be like, wow, there's so many panels on this. You just be like, wow, this guy's a master storyteller yeah. um, with the medium. So that's the only, the only thing that I still do that for, because it would like, I, this is, this is our, our project together. You know, yeah. he's, he's a huge part of it and, and what, what makes it so good. And, um, and it's, and you know, you have to play to your artist's strengths when you're making these sure. books and, um it's it's almost impossible for me now to really divorce the like the the story from who's the eventual artist is going to be or who the artist is because it's such a huge important factor uh, yeah. in it to like play to their strengths you know like don't let them let if they're uh, you know and then also challenging them and and pushing them in places where they want to be pushed and challenged so yeah. um uh so, so yeah it's 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 definitely um it it's definitely really uh wait i'm sorry lost my train of thought no but, you're good you're good yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's really is kind yeah. of a dance right you got to have yes, a really definitely. dancing partner um, when you have an an artist that can really feed off of one another and it seems like you have that um with masoli right. so, i mean yeah you, you could definitely tell man it's a really beautiful flow throughout the mm. entire comic book and uh you can see there's a lot of passion because there's some there's some like double you know two side pages mm. where I mean, the detail is insane where you're right. spacing, there's rocks coming and like there is no lack of detail in some of those pages and they must take forever to get done um, because they're they're amazing. I mean, they're they're quite beautiful. 
Yeah, so um, Masoli's amazing. Actually, interestingly enough, Masoli's probably the fastest artist I've ever worked with in really? my life. He is a speed he's demon. Easy man. He is crazy. Masoli's an absolute yeah. monster. He's <laughs> he's like he he's insane. Masoli's yeah. the greatest. Um, and so yeah, back to how how I write, figuring out scripting. It's all just been like a learning process, um, yeah. essentially. So then when I started working with Ricardo, yeah. uh, he he has like a different process, right? Ricardo's work on Control Z is like he's very meticulous he's very detailed like and Mazzoli has his details too obviously and very yeah. meticulous in different areas right, right. but uh, Ricardo is definitely uh his style takes a lot more time and what where he puts his emphasis and his focus and and you know how he divides his time and and the things that I need to give him so that to make that process faster or easier or smoother yeah. is how i started to come up you know further along my my process right because it's mm -hmm. all about like your your comic book writing script isn't just a script just to like make people enjoy it, to write it and that was part of the journey of like how do you make a good comic book script mm -hmm. you have to realize that you don't really need to there you cut out all the flowery language or some of it at least yeah. a decent amount like people don't really need that like you need want to be giving them the details tell them exactly what they're trying to see um, yeah. And you and that's not to say you have to go hyper maximal and be like, all right, this is a shot from this angle and mm -hmm. there's two people in the background here and there's blah, blah, unless all of those details are important. But like yeah. you don't have to go really, really into it. But it, I, I found that, you know, breaking it by panel, giving references if they want it right, mm -hmm. um, you know, by having page numbers with amount of panels at the top, right. um, figuring, you know, page turns, obviously mm -hmm. uh, things like that. It, it just was a flow and figuring out like, OK. This is how my artist needs to, what my artist needs to see. This is what the colors needs to see. This is what the letterer needs to see for mm -hmm. it all to work. And, and for it still to be enjoyable, if someone like for the artist to read it, like he's going to like, they're going to open it and read it. And like, hopefully it sells them too. So yeah. it's finding yeah. a balance between all those things. And it really was just like trial and error, making comics, making comics is the biggest thing, really. If you want to get better at writing comics, you got to make comics. Yeah. Like I would have never been able to make anything as good as what i'm now if i didn't make things like things i made before and there's a lot of stuff in the graveyard too that people people haven't seen um yeah. and you know i'm sure we, you, you i'm sure you've killed a, lot, a bunch of babies too <laughs> like we all do that's just how it happens when yeah, you're, a writer, yeah. right? when you're a creator yeah yeah no absolutely are there any writers that uh you look back on that maybe you were a fan of that had some sort of an impact on your writing style today Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So if we're talking just overall writing style, there's like there's definitely like a little David Foster. Mm -hmm. Um I'm I'm a huge fan. And if it's like poetry, I really love uh uh Coleridge. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I I've definitely read a bunch of uh i'm i'm i have my my whole <laughs> my whole desk and all my books right in front of me i'm like looking at all the yeah, all the different yeah. titles you know you can't you can't say no to you can't you can't be a good writer without a little bit of shakespeare in there yeah yeah, like, yeah. you can't like uh when it comes to sci-fi though yeah um, sci-fi really, specifically how sci about that specifically because everything that you um do i think at red sea is really sci-fi driven very sci-fi driven yeah definitely. yeah yeah which is it, awesome it, yeah. it really really is i i really love um uh uh, sci-fi i had it i took a sci-fi class in college oh that really? really that really really set the the bar for me like on uh, just like That's breaking awesome. down science yeah, it was really amazing yeah. the teacher was awesome professor vinicor she was yeah. amazing and like we read like so much really awesome stuff and yeah um we we really got to um 
break it down the genre and understand how it works and all the oh, mechanisms man. and stuff like that. And I also took a class similar to that for um for murder mysteries and detective stuff in noir. <laughs> and it was really yeah, it was awesome. It was a really yeah. fun class. And it was just like really like interesting to break it down and see the influences and how they um get into into your work and into their work and how they talk about society or what's going on yeah. in their lives or how they don't talk about it like all yeah. those things are super important and really interesting but so yeah like isaac asimov the foundation like that's like really really high up there i, I love isaac asimov uh-huh. um arthur c clark obviously yeah. um i'm a big fi- fan of michael michael crichton Creighton, 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 I think it, Creighton. I don't know. Yeah. Or, yeah. What, what, the Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's also super crazy because he was also like a top doctor at the same time yeah. as he was writing all these books. It's like, how That's the hell? Did, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was a bunch of amphetamines, but like, it's still, <laughs> so, still so cool. <laughs> uh, sometimes that was Sparks ideas, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <Some So. people. laughs> uh, and but when it comes to comics, my biggest, my biggest inspirations are, uh, you know, Rick Remender, Mark mm-hmm. Miller oh yeah uh yeah rick, rick remender and mark miller are like my top yeah, top two i yeah. feel like those two are like uh, yeah. super high up there for me but there's obviously a bunch of other people for like, sure sure, yeah, sure. i mean mark miller is probably my favorite writer um, okay awesome so you got you like, got great taste <laughs> yeah this guy is has no need to be doing anything right now after his netflix right, right. deal and he's pumping out probably the best comics right now in indie um with Definitely. nemesis and i mean the guy's on fire Matt, right now so um yeah i mean he's he's amazing and he's an amazing world builder too i mean he's done mm. it in so many different areas so yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree on that one for sure man he he's had a huge impact on me myself so yeah that's he's, awesome, he's he's great he, i feel like if you're <laughs> he's so down to earth too man he's just like a, i would a, love to meet him one day. scottish accent you just i don't know man i would love to to chill with him for a day man i think you could learn a lot from him definitely there's just something about his like i think if you're like trying to be an in like a comic business person he's obviously has to be up at the top with like todd and and, oh yeah people like that like he has to be right he's made so much money uh, and he's just his pitches are so good and i i think there is valid like he there are valid criticisms on maybe his endings aren't the best or or things like that but like those concepts are always so strong the characters are always so good the, yeah, the, yeah. And, and he always sells and this is my like my biggest thing like he always delivers on what you're going into the book for right yeah, like yeah. you read something like uh, uh space bandits and it's like ah. you like you you go <laughs> like you get what you wanted from the yeah. story like you're not leaving like oh he subverted the hell out of my expectations <laughs> great like that's not what like some uh, at some point like a little bit of that's good but we don't yeah, want yeah. to like I, I when you're buying something you want to be you, you're buying it for the premise and you yeah. want you want that premise to be fulfilled right yeah like reborn yeah. like reborn is great like things yeah, like that like yeah. you really sold on 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 the yeah. premise and and you really have to feel it and and it yeah. just becomes a really awesome story and so yeah like i there's definitely a huge influence on all my from like these guys on all my work and yeah yeah that's definitely awesome. hopefully we'll pass them <laughs> one day yeah and, uh, yeah yeah no i'm sure you will man i'm sure you will I'm so hoping. what else is going on uh with red sea right so we we talked a little bit about the saturn effect um we know that i think you have five more issues if i'm not mistaken it is a series that does come to a conclusion correct right there's three more issues um, three more after issues. Okay. after five so there's six okay. seven and eight that okay. will be that, that will be coming out and that is the end of 
the Saturn effect. Wow. Is all is all say on that one. But what does it feel finally... like saying that? I mean, you've you spent a lot of time on the Saturn effect, right? Because like you said, you have Helena, mm. you have Ajax where you started. You yeah. currently have Alpha, and all of a sudden it's gonna come to an end. I mean, what does that feel like? Is it it's like honest... a, a euphoric feeling like, hey, I was able to do this, or is there like a little bit like kind of behind, like deep in the heart where you're like, well, maybe we could do like another eight or something like that. Like, how do you come to an end when you create something like that? Right. So th this one, it, it's like, it's hard, obviously, because well, especially when something is is yeah. starting to hopefully pick up or you see fans for it, you want to keep it going as long as you as you can. But the sound effect always had a specific ending in mind. And uh, we can't, we can't not, it's not <laughs> like we can do anything about it, right? We're building right, right, yeah. for so long. So um when we get there, we get there and uh, and it's it'll be great and it'll be kind yeah. of bittersweet. But at the end of the day, that's life. Right. And yeah. uh, things always come to the come to an end and you just got to get ready for for what comes next. Right. And yep. um, and so, I mean, who says there isn't anything that comes after that? Right. Ah, there, OK, there very may good. Be, there yeah. may be there may be more. We may be able to follow Alpha Centauri and some other people, maybe yeah. some new people uh, along the line after uh, the Saturn effect. Yeah. But, yeah regardless the Saturn effect itself will always come to an end in in eight um yeah. and so it whether or not the stories of those characters continue on i guess people will just have to wait around <laughs> and find out i know some people have an idea and uh yeah, yeah. you know we'll definitely see more of of the crew for sure yeah, uh, in yeah. what capacity is still yet to be announced mm -hmm. but um yes the Saturn effect is coming and it is bittersweet as i've said but it's it's all it's we, i want to get there right like I, yeah. I it's it'll be nice to finally have it all out there i've had this written for a, a pretty long while now you know i still go back and touch up these issues and I actually did uh, a relatively decent rewrite on seven relatively recently oh, that, wow. that will make it even crazier and better <laughs> but for the most part all these have been written for a little while so yeah. there's also a part of just like excitement to get it out there and people will be like holy shit dude. yeah like, yeah <laughs> like because i've finished alpha before i before i wrote control z and people oh, read okay. control z one and two and yeah you know what people will probably read the end of control z before yeah. they read uh a six seven and eight of alpha okay. Because yeah. we're doing five now, uh, we're slating Alpha Six. Alpha Six may come this year, um, okay. at the end of the year, um, uh -huh. if everything goes goes well. But um, and then seven and eight would be sometime, you know, around this time next year. So okay. Uh, so, but Control Z four should be around the beginning of next year. Okay. So we should it should be all out. So it's just interesting to <laughs> it, like. I part of me just like wants it out there because it's like I've yeah. written it. You don't want you to read it. You guys have written read some of my newer shit. Yeah, yeah. I want you to read the older shit because that shit was really dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know? But yeah, yeah. It, well, I have eventually. to go back and I have to read some. Uh, I got to get into Ajax because I haven't read that yet. So yeah, I mean, is there a obviously you know mm -hmm. reading in order of Alpha is really important, but should people start right now with Ajax? Like, are they all interleaked in? interlinked with Helena and Ajax? Uh, so I think the, if you just want like an awesome story, you want to just start from like beginning to to end and you want to just like start off with, with the characters and, and grow from there. I think alpha alpha one is the, is the best place to start okay. and go alpha one and two eventually eight when it's all out. Um, and then if you enjoy all of that to go back and, and, and read Helena and see uh -huh. how that fits into the story. Uh -huh. And if you really enjoy that then go back to, uh, Ajax, because it's yeah. not necessarily 
necessary to for, for what's happening in alpha but okay. it will inform a lot of like what's going on with these characters that do you know sort of that that's that uh start popping up and um just give you a little bit more fleshing out the world a little bit more because alpha takes place um on one side of this conflict right mm-hmm. on the rebellion re- rebelling side rebellion, yeah, yeah yeah of of these colonies and they're they're yeah um the oppressed. and then uh, yeah yeah right exactly so they're <laughs> oppressed and there's people like and and there's there's strife going on in these colonies between the people in the colonies and so they're in a bad spot and then on the other side you have the earth you have earth, earth and yeah. while we see them as bad guys uh, in alpha you know we, through you know helena's um story and then p- parts mm-hmm. of ajax as we get to see it from a sort of a different light of uh, of of this side because in out in the sound effect there really is no good or bad it's mm-hmm. all it's there's people these are just characters and with motivations and or that are doing what they think is right while also having to deal with all these machinations that are way bigger than them that happened yeah. before them and will continue on before, mm-hmm. after them um and that they're just sort of part of and being swept into so yeah if you really want that false perspective after reading Alpha, I think that's the that's the best way to do it. Um, but there there is a timeline to, uh, for it. Uh, Alpha one, so the 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 earliest start that you can have is is Ajax two. Okay. And so you'd read you'd read Ajax two, then Ajax three, and then Helena one. And then Ajax one, and then Alpha one, two, three, four, five. You're gonna have to create like some sort of map, right? Like a historical map, a timeline, right? That way we could uh, make sure after we read like all of Mm. Alpha, we could go back and then do it according to the timeline. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna. And Helena was just like a one shot then. Yeah, Helena was a one shot. Uh, That's not to say that we won't that uh, that I, I won't make more. Yeah, because um, yeah. because it has been popular whenever we we I, I sell alpha or um, yeah. whenever I do another campaign, you know, it's a fun one shot. It's really fast paced and uh, the, the art is awesome and it's it's a it's a fun story. So there's definitely room for for more. It happens. So there, like there's different uh, phases going on on this official timeline when it does. Yeah, come yeah. Out, it'll be <laughs> easier to understand. But yeah, yeah. this is dur- during the this Titan War. Uh-huh. is where helena takes place it's like okay. sort of in the middle of or sort of close to the beginning of it and ajax one is the end of the titan war so gotcha. okay. any helena issues would probably fall in there um uh, and 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 we'll, so it's possible it's definitely possible yeah. to have more for now there isn't any anything slated but um yeah. in the future i i do think we we may see a little bit more of helena um either in a spin-off or uh, even in Alpha Five, she's in a she's in a short that we have in the back. Oh, so okay. there's going to be a cool. lot more short content in in our our issues. That's the fun part about Alpha Five is that we have a bunch of other artists that we're able to supply shorts and um, awesome. for for the back uh, back matter like Andrea Erico and wow. um, uh, you know Jennifer Ventura and Emmanuel uh, Tomarelli and it um, Tominelli Tominelli. Yeah. And this is so many, so many names. Everyone's really <laughs> Italian. It's hard to keep track sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I try awesome. my best. And uh, so we have a bunch of, and then, you know, color, we have a bunch of colors too. And so yeah. we bring bring on some new talent also at Red Sea because a lot of it's always been like through word of mouth and finding people that are hungry and want to work and yeah. want to make a name for themselves. So that's an awesome part that I feel like of uh, this phase of the Red Sea is that in the, a lot of our back issues or in a mm-hmm. lot of our, our issues will have back matter that will yeah. have newer artists that you may even see on f- future titles uh, nice. in the future 
uh, just, you know, supplying art and helping us flesh out these worlds and, yeah. um, you know, seeing more of characters like Helena and seeing more of characters in Control Z that that may not get uh, a lot of screen time because of how fast the story is going. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Now, from uh, like most of your work is digital, right? Most of the stuff that you put out is digital and is Control Z the only um the only comic that you've done in physical form or is there physical i know you said that you have i think issues one through five for alpha that will mm -hmm. be available but most of this is going to be digital is that correct so i i do both so we have digital oh, okay. content and we do have uh almost everything has uh physical issues there are singles gotcha. for alpha but now that we're onto the trade and onto yeah. volume two those are those are a lot more rare now and they're yeah, uh, yeah. and i think that's not not i think i believe that that's how we're going to continue moving on we want people that um back our campaigns to feel like they've got something really special and yeah um are you know it's, it's not something that's going to be uh very easily acquired um yeah yeah so so singles are so anyone that's back the uh the sound effect before getting those singles is is definitely um you know they're definitely got they, they lucked out because not a lot of people are going to be able to have them uh, i'm you know i have a couple more and i you know i have some first ads and stuff that you yeah, know sure. may drop in like in during a campaign as an add-on at a yeah, limited yeah. number or at a con or or maybe yeah. even a you know some people may just get get it a lucky fan may just get one you know just yeah. because um things like that but for now um we we will we will have physical issues but they will be relatively limited um and you know mostly only available on kickstarter or at a convention yeah and and, and yeah that's just just how we're, we're going for, with it from for for the time being i think that's we want people to feel like they like i said that they got something special it's it's fun to yeah. help kickstarters and get like really rare stuff and some of these things you know who knows they might be coming out <laughs> from the direct market at yeah. some point and yeah. they'll have a different cover and they'll have different stuff in it yeah. and it'll be cool to have the og original <laughs> like that you know from kickstarter right and sure, when people sure. are like when it finally blows up and people are like yeah i just got this for my local lcs you know and there's like whatever 200,000 <laughs> copies to whatever yeah, yeah. however many right but there's yeah. only like uh, you know 200 300 400 yeah. even, maybe even less 150 of yeah, these yeah. really special ones that you got that cool. you know came directly from me and are, are you know haven't gone direct like through a bunch of different hands and distributors just to yeah. just to get to you so uh, that's uh, pretty awesome yeah. i think that's uh actually pretty genius and that's i mean that's the beauty of kickstarter right is you're able to do sure. all these different uh, unique things to get people super excited about it so that's awesome, Definitely. Chris. Yeah, that's well, I, I wish you the best on all of this, man. This is uh, I really it. good stuff, really good content, really good art. And uh, you're really doing something pretty cool, man. Uh, I love you. it. And I feel like, uh, you know, from a sci-fi standpoint, right? I, I mean, mm. I love it. And I'm hoping that a lot more will come out of the indie side. We still, you know, me, myself, right? I, I love the mm. superhero stuff. As you can see, I uh, yeah. superheroes <laughs> have had a huge impact on my life. So sure. I, I love it. But man, it's really refreshing to get out of that world sometimes and then jump into Definitely. like sci-fi or even horror a little bit. So that's pretty cool. Is there any uh, like like sci-fi is your thing and that almost everything that you produce is going to be sci-fi or will you kind of branch out and maybe try horror or superhero or anything like that? Do you have any like desire to do that or sci-fi is your thing? So I would say that sci-fi isn't just my thing. It oh, just okay. happens to be the thing that is like the thing that's out. You know, I've written, yeah, yeah. you know, the Siren Effect was a sci-fi, Control Z sci-fi. Uh, what about Bogart? 
So the Bogart is a is is a horror. Uh, oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's a horror. Go. It's a horror book, but it's also a sci-fi horror book because okay. the, it's about a, a a guy that brings whose family brings home a terrifying alien to take care of their estate. So it's like <laughs> it's kind of horror. Awesome. It's kind of sci-fi. So yeah, I, yeah. you know, I've de- that's I've definitely dipped my toes uh, in there. And then yeah. Soma City, I wouldn't even consider a sci-fi. I consider that oh, a really? noir to me. Uh, oh, okay. It, it just happens to be this. The setting is. Yeah. Um, you know these microbes but it's more like as i said black sad where like the type of person they are if they are a bacteria or a virus mm. or you know a, a soma cell like a part of the body or yeah. uh, an amoeba etc cetera, etc cetera, is like more uh like emblematic of that character that person's character and where they fit in into the story right like mm. most of the, th- the organisms in, in your body are bacteria so most of the people that are in soma city are bacteria yeah uh, and then the, you know the people that work for the 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 police and for the 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 government are are human are like cells they're like soma cells and you know and there are sometimes bacteria that work for the you know the the body like probacteria yeah. like probiotics etc cetera, etc cetera. like and that's <laughs> just what happens to be who what our main character Denton Dials is he is a bacteria but he's working for uh you know the the police as a contact tracer so (laughs) like there are these like elements that are kind of sci-fi esque um that are in in some of my stuff because you know uh it's we live in the future it's 2023 uh like everything is sci-fi now like if you have a phone and something it's (laughs) sci-fi that's a good point yeah so it's it's almost impossible to escape now but i do have other things and the new title that i was teasing uh, is actually a uh, a fantasy, maybe more of an urban fantasy uh, oh, okay. vibe. Nice. Uh, so nice. it's it it is definitely a little bit of a departure, but there is a, a through line because all my stuff is, as you can see, there is a they're definitely for mature readers. So yeah, yeah, we're going to be keeping that sort of vibe and um, yep. trying trying something new and different, and hopefully expanding the audience later this summer nice. um, with, with with the new project. Nice, nice. So uh, right now, um, you have your Kickstarter for uh, Alpha one through five, right? And five right. being the the main one. Um, right. What is the next uh, Kickstarter? Is that going to be the Bogart? The next one is most likely going to be Soma uh, Kickstarter edition. That will oh, gotcha. be Soma City uh, with a, a brand new Kickstarter uh, edition. So Soma has never been on Kickstarter before. So oh, this okay. will be the first Sorry. time we'll be bringing bringing soma to uh kickstarter nice um it'll have a new cover it'll have a bunch of back matter and some new pages as well Sweet. and uh some some cool variants from yeah you know, I, uh from some red sea artists that people know and and it'll be fun it'll be nice to get it out there and yeah. let people finally get it i know a lot of people have gotten the digital for it a lot of mm-hmm. people in our previous campaigns have been able to read it digitally and haven't necessarily gotten a chance to um you know get a, get a physical copy and then i think there's a lot of people that you know, just want would just want the the extra back matter and these more deluxe yeah. issues as well. So yeah. the, that that will be next, and then later this summer will be the new title, which we'll be announcing relatively yeah. soon. Okay, and then after that should be Control Z, and maybe after that we'll see if it'll be Alpha Six, and nice. but Alpha Six may potentially be uh, the first next year. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how if we can. If that would be that would put us <laughs> at six total Kickstarters for yeah. the year and that would be the most that we that i've ever done yeah. but i mean if we uh by the summer i'll hopefully be at three and that's almost already is the most i've done in a year yeah. um so we've definitely picked up production picked up the pace 
and yeah. are trying to really get something going here. That's awesome, man. Well, I mean, I really appreciate it, Chris. I think uh, what I'd like to do, man, just give you a moment. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience uh, that maybe we haven't covered or have we covered everything? I think we've covered everything. I'll just yeah. say that, you know, anyone listening, make sure to head over to the Kickstarter to grab the Siren Effect Alpha. This is volume one. And then our new issue will be uh, Alpha number five. It's a an awesome story following two siblings, Alpha and Centauri, yeah. as they try and free their home, the uh, Titan colonies from the Earth Empire. So yeah. if you're a, a mature fan of Star Wars and the Expanse, then this is definitely the book for you. Yeah, it's it's a really fun journey. And then we have a bunch of awesome other Red Sea comic stuff for you to catch up on and uh, enjoy. And hopefully everyone that's listening, if you do uh, end up joining the Red Sea fam, uh, I appreciate any support and you're, you won't regret it because we have a lot of really, really cool stuff coming down the pipeline and not just from Red Sea, from, you know, potentially from other publishers that might be putting nice. stuff out from uh, yours truly. So nice. there's there's a lot of stuff cooking in the background. That's just what happens with these things. Even <laughs> though you do have a little bit more agency in comic books, everything takes time. Sure, and sure. Uh, eventually all this stuff will be out and people will be able to read it. And there'll be more stuff for in the like waiting for people to, you know, get excited for yeah. things that will be cooking. The grind never stops, really. Um, we're always working, we're always making new stuff and we're always trying to improve, get better at making comics, get better at selling comics and, you yeah. know, just, uh, enjoy the creative journey as we, you know, as we're on it, because that's what it's really all about. It's, it's all about that creative journey and, and making, making things. Cause that's, that's, that's a, a beautiful thing about, you know, life in the time that we're in, we can make yeah. comics and almost anyone can make comics and it's yeah. really beautiful. And it's an, it's an awesome thing to see. No, hundred percent. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's, uh, it's not cheap. Definitely, it's not cheap. cheap. Yeah. So, anybody thinking you're going to get into this and it's going to be super inexpensive—that's yeah. no. that's a lie. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. But it is easier, right? Because there are right. so many—I uh, don't know—there's so many great partners out there that are making it a lot easier for independent artists and, and writers sure. to to bring their work forward. So, yeah. I mean, I controls uh, Z was the first one uh, Kickstarter. I did the alpha. So. Yeah, anybody listening, uh, you're, you're not going to be uh, disappointed if you uh, support Chris, Red Sea, and the entire team over at Red Sea because uh, they're putting out some pretty awesome stuff. Chris, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on today, my friend. No, I appreciate you, Tommy. This is really an awesome time. This is a, a great show, and uh, I, hopefully I could come on again. Oh, for, anytime, man. You just let me know. Next. Of course, yeah, I definitely will. you let me know when you got a Kickstarter or if there's just something you want to talk about, let's do it, my friend. Definitely. It was an awesome conversation. And may, yeah, maybe one day you can come on my show. I do have I my it. own YouTube show. Let's the do it. Super Comic Bros. Oh, I love it. <laughs> every other every other week we do uh, a stream. And so we should be doing one this upcoming week. So uh, yeah. any anytime you have a campaign going on and you want to or you just want to hop on, we definitely like to curate our we do live shows and we like to curate uh, the guests and have a conversation and sort of try, try and keep it around comics or yeah. Um, you know, something, uh, Kickstarter crowdfunding, et cetera. So we'll definitely have you on one of these times, uh, whenever you want to get on and promote and, just, and then shoot the shit with, uh, Stokes and Let's I do it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Always looking for an excuse to sit around and talk about comics. So <laughs> for sure. Me too. <laughs> right on Chris. Well, thank you so much, my friend. You have a great uh, weekend. Okay. Definitely. You too, man. Talk soon. <laughs>